Get your rub on with Addicted to the Q. Are we live? We're live. We're live. All right, world. Welcome to another episode of Addicted to the Q. I'm Brian, and that's Brad. Well, okay, the one up there that says Brad, IT guys, Brad. With us, we have the bum himself. Well, the bum number two, weekend bum, Kevin Hesse. Welcome Howdy. to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Brad, you want to kick it off? Well, we do have a question for the comments. Um, what is your holiday, biggest holiday fail? Such as catching a turkey on fire or burning ribs? Leave the answer in the comments. And the bum, what is yours? Do you have a holiday fail? Um, I do, and it wasn't actual. It was before stuff got cooked. So the first year of COVID, what was that, 20? Um, we were supposed to have all everybody over to our house, like 20 some people went and bought, had to get fresh turkeys, all this stuff, had them all in the fridge the night before in the garage. And the next morning I went out to check and I didn't realize that the fridge didn't shut all the way and they propped open. And I think it was at least two, maybe three turkeys I had, they were at, they were not at a safe temperature. So just imagine the morning of, uh, the morning of Thanksgiving scrambling to go try and find one grocery stores that are open and two enough turkeys. Lucky enough, found like the last two turkeys out of the six grocery stores near me and cooked them all up. Um, and then found out that two of the people had COVID in a house that 11 of them were living in. So nobody came over. So I ended up cooking turkeys and delivering it to the doorsteps of everybody's house. So I saved it, but it was an epic fail because I didn't pay attention to, you know, making sure the fridge was shut. So that, uh, that's a, that's an expensive epic fail there. So. Madwood barbecue made my first brisket for my wife's birthday and burnt up an electric knife trying to slice it. How how tough was that knife? Oh, that turkey jerky. <laughs> that's oh, great. That's, uh, yeah. Let's see. My my worst one. I had to use the neighbor's oven to finish our turkey, and it all started with my oven died about an hour in cooking i was like hey i got a smoker i'll fire a smoker up well let's just say the charcoal area burnt a hole in the bottom coals went out didn't know what to do i was like screw it i just called my neighbor he goes yep you're lucky i'm done so i just threw mine in there went to best buy the next day and got a floor model stove and i'm still using that stove <laughs> That's crazy. That's, That's great. Crazy. Uh, um, mine, I decided I was going to make pulled pork one time, and it was with a master both electric smoker and grease dripped right on the heating element and caught that whole thing on fire. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We had pizza that day. Nice. Well, I got a question for the bum. Yeah. I'm just going to kick this off with barbecue rubs. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a two-part. One, what, what hamster was turning in your head 
that made you decide you wanted to bring out some product? And two, how has that product been doing for you the last year, year and a half? Um, well, why I decided to uh, roll out a barbecue rub, I, I, I don't know. I guess I must have been really drunk probably about the same time I decided to actually go cook barbecue competitions. So um, neither one of them are the greatest ideas in the world. But uh, no, with the rubs, I mean, before I actually got into competitions, I probably like everybody else, I played around and made my own rubs. I thought that was the route to go. And then get into competitions, you realize there's plenty of stuff out there. So uh, that's well-made. That's that, that's very good. Uh, but over the past few years, I just played around with some different things. I decided, okay, I'm going to have some fun. I mean, I literally, that's the main reason I decided to do it. Let's, let's roll something out and have some fun with it. Um, so many recipes later, sent out a lot of tests to, uh, I'm in sales, so I understand the process of letting people play with stuff and test it to, until it gets to what might work and rolled out uh, the first one, perfect, perfect, um, all-purpose rub. Um, you know, just had fun. A lot of people love it. I, I enjoy it on a lot of different things. And then I, you know, I need something. I like spicy stuff. I'm like I need something that's got a little bit of heat. So came out with the hot bum. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been having fun with them. I've, I'm in, uh, I think it's 11 different retailers now. Kind of lost count. I can't say that. But uh, so doing, doing all right. Uh, the last few months, this is, this is a slower time of the year in the, in the barbecue supply stores for sure. But um, doing mm -hmm. well. A lot of online stuff is going well for me. Um, and then uh, it's, you know, I'm enjoying it, playing around. I've got a third one I've been playing with. Um, I'm going to test this one a lot longer. Just let, you know, I want to, I want people to really try it at home and different avenues. I know you guys have been able to play with it and, and cook with it. Uh, it's been used in competitions and some people are really liking that. Uh, actually, we used it in my class that Robert Jackson and I did a few weeks ago on brisket and um, uh, brisket came out pretty darn uh, tasty. I, yeah. I think everybody's happy with that, but no, they've been doing well. I've been enjoying uh, playing with that and a lot of good people have helped me. I didn't realize there was so much into creating a rub uh, from not just throwing a bunch of spices together, but the whole, how do you get with a co-packer? How do you do your label? You know, there's rules with the label and all that kind of stuff. And people like Brian, like yourself, uh, Josh DeWitt, uh, a lot of people have helped me that, that have been down this road before and gave me good advice and helped me with that. And it's, uh, still learning stuff, but, um, I'm having fun with it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, last half of the year or last few competitions of this last year, I cooked probably 90% with just my stuff with maybe a few other rubs in there. And, um, I did got some good calls with the stuff. So it, it, it works in competition and, my next step is I want to make sure it gets out there to the general public. I'm having conversations with a few uh, small grocery store chains and some stuff like that. And I'm hoping I can get into that. Maybe one day I can just retire and do barbecue rubs. I don't know, but uh, we'll try. That's the end goal. That's all of our goal. goal. Be like Side Brian. Hustle, baby. Side hustle. <laughs> Be like Brian. Just sell rubs for a living, right? Yeah, that's, 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 you got to sell a lot of bottles of rub at a, at, yeah. a, 
at a, at a buck or two at a yeah. profit at a time. I'm, I'm still working a full-time job, guys. That, don't. Yeah. That's what people don't realize. The profit margin is not like yeah. even on my sauce when I'm starting thinking and getting it, I'm like, I'm adding how much bottles I have to sell to even get anywhere close to anything. And I'm like, that's a lot of sauce. Yeah. But if you don't try it, you're, you're never going to have a chance to get there. So you just keep, keep yep. working at work different angles. So, um, so let's, I'm going to talk a little bit more on the cooking competing side of it. So when did you start competing and where did the name weekend bum come from? So I started my first year that I cooked. Well, first competition I ever did was 2015. It was an unsanctioned competition uh, at my church. Uh, the year before, showed up to it with some friends walking around. I was like, hey, this is kind of cool. So the next year, a few buddies and I decided we'd team up. And this is this is how little I knew anything about. I didn't even watch Barbecue Pitmasters or anything. Um, we all decided we practiced. And then we showed up to the competition. There was three of us. And we all three of us cooked all four meats. And we decided at turn-in time, whose was best to turn into the box. Think of <laughs> I mean, the money you could have saved. Talk about <laughs> absolute chaos. Um, I, um, I, I I think brisket was the only meat of mine that was picked. And I think it was because I honestly believe that David and Corey figured uh, we haven't picked one of, one of Kevin's yet. We got to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, and we did. We got. We actually got a second place chicken um, call. Uh, we called it Rainbow Chicken because David kind of he knew what he was doing with the chicken. He actually took the fat off the skin. Well, to hold it on though, he get used toothpicks, and his wife gave him colored toothpicks. And when we went to remove them, it left all the colors on there. So we called it Rainbow <laughs> Chicken. It was an unsanctioned call, anyways. But uh, so that was the first year. 2016 was my first year that I uh, started spending a lot of money. Um, uh, and my first competition I ever did was the American Royal. Um, friend of mine had a, a commercial electrician want to throw a party at the Royal and said, okay, we'll cook and found out, well, when you cook, you have to enter. And, uh, we did that. That was the first year at the speedway. Um, and then things just kind of took off from there. Um, um, uh, I can't remember what the second part of your question was. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, where, the, where did the name Weekend Bum come from? Oh, yeah. So uh, Weekend Bum, uh, that came from, that uh, was my dad's CB handle back in the uh, 70s when everybody had CBs and everything like that. You know, uh, for you young kids, that's a cell phone that you have to have a big whip antenna and, and, and all that. So, uh, but yeah, that was he was, he was the Weekend Bum uh, because he was always fishing or hunting somewhere on the weekends. That's what he was looking forward to each weekend. That's where he was off somewhere. So um, he had personalized plate before I did and, and all that. So I just kind of, you know, chose that name as something kind of as a nod to him. So he would always joke every time I'd come out with a new shirt or something like that. And where's, where's mine? Where's my royalty? That's, that's me. So. <laughs> uh, he, that he owned a, he owned stock in Bass Pro, didn't he, by the amount of stuff he had? Uh, I think he was Bass Pro. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I mean, uh, all the stuff we're preparing for the big fishing sale in, in March. Uh, 
um, a few fr- of his friends came over when I was up there a few weeks ago and we're sorting stuff. And just one of those Plano boxes that I think I posted, a lot of people saw, he's like, this brand new is like 150 bucks. He's like, it's just, and there, what I posted like eight or nine pictures. I'm, I'm not kidding. There's probably 30, 40 of those easily. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, I just, he's, he, a story was told the, the one of his friends said they'd go up to South Dakota, you know, walleye fishing, you know, and they go into a store. Hey, you got any of these new flicker sheds in whatever size, da, 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 da. And he's like, yeah, I'll take five. Another guy's like, I'll take four. My dad's like, how many cases do you have? I'm like what? <laughs> and like, what the hell are you going to do with that? And he goes, I'll sell them to somebody. I'll do something. Or it's another way. To, so nobody else would get them if they were a certain color or type. So yes. Um, dad was a believer. If you had one of something, you needed to have at least two, three, four, five or more. So. <laughs> yeah. So last call heroes barbecue says, what's up homeboy. What's that up there, buddy. Old Duffy. Oh Duffy. Um, that's so he prepared you to already um, be poor when it comes to a hobby, then, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh, yeah that uh, spend. He he's a believer in spend the money while you have it and enjoy enjoy yourself while you can. So it uh, definitely, and I've that's that's been my motto. I definitely enjoy myself. That's for sure. For those of you that've been around me at, at competitions and otherwise, so. I like to have fun. I think Duffy was trying to shit off you. He said, "Are you going to tell us all your bum secrets?" Ooh. Yeah, if you can understand me, I, I might sound <laughs> like Travis Kelsey. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so is Taylor Swift going to the Royal with you this year? Uh, Taylor Swift wants to come hang out with me at the Royal. She's welcome to. <laughs> I, I my daughters might actually show up then. Um, Play Swifties. I, I hate to break the, uh, the the news. I couldn't tell you Taylor Swift. Song. I can't tell. I'm one of those that can't play that game, that name that tune. I can't tell you who's singing it or the nope. name of the song. I could sing it, but I have no clue who it is. So I'd, I wouldn't be any good at it. But, yeah, she wants to come hang out. Hey, that's fine. And not a Chiefs fan. I think everybody knows that. But if any Chiefs want to come out, they ain't going to bother me. I don't care. It's football. It doesn't bother me. Are you happy the Chiefs won? It was, it was, it was, uh, one of those things. I wasn't going to win either way. Um, I'm a Steelers fan. Didn't want the Niners to get it, you know, tie six. Um, I, I didn't want the chiefs to win. Cause I didn't want to have to listen to everybody in Kansas city for another year, but it is what it is. It, it's, it's good for my city. Good, good revenue. Everybody's happy. So we'll, we'll move on. There's another season around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. You guys will probably win again. So <laughs> let's get back into the rub side for competitions. When you layer, do you go two, three, or four layers? Uh, for competitions, it depends on what it is. Um, I, something like chicken, I actually uh, started and I, I picked this up in a class I took a year ago, two years ago, I guess it probably was. Uh, and it makes sense. Chicken, I actually combine the rubs. <laughs> Um, I use two different rubs. I combine them just because with chicken, it's different than the other three categories. It doesn't really soak in like, you know, pork and beef. 
you put it on there early and you're letting it soak into that meat and create it, you know, it's helping create a bark. Chicken doesn't really do that. You got skin on it and, and everything else. So I actually combine those ahead of time, combine them, put them in a shaker and put it, put it on with chicken. Um, with the others, uh, let's see, I use on ribs. I use three pork. I was using four. I've dropped it down to three. Um, and brisket, I'm using three. So, so three, I've, I've been as high as four, five at one time. I think on brisket early on, probably why I never got any calls. Um, but I, I think in competition, you have to, unless you find the exact right rub, I think you probably have to at least use at least two, um, you know, depending if you're trying to get a, a heat factor on there. Um, you know, if you just want a subtle bit, subtle bit of heat, put, put a little bit of that on first and then you put your other rub over the top. So it just kind of comes through a little bit, or if you really want to, you know, add a punch to it, um, put that on second. So that's the first thing that your tongue hits and what have you. Uh, but the other thing I've learned, this is something that I wasn't as familiar with, or I would honestly, it's probably, I would forget most of the time is a finish rub. Uh, so I don't count that in the rubs that I use, but the finished powder, uh, that's where I've learned you can get, you can get that punch that you need, that little pop to separate it. Um, so I, I rely on a lot of that more for, for a lot of that part nowadays. So Patrick Allen asks, have you always cooked on drum smokers? Oh, Patrick, my, my Des Moines, my Des Moines assistant. I can't make it to Altoona this year, Patrick. I'm sorry, man. It's Easter weekend. That, that won't fly in my family, but uh, um, no, I haven't. Uh, I started, uh, like you had mentioned earlier, Bradley, uh, when I started smoking, my first smoker was a master built electric smoker. Um, and I thought that was the, the shit, you know, I, I cooked, I, I have literally cooked everything in a master belt smoker that you can think of. I've, I've shoved a big old Turkey in there. I've done everything, loved it. Um, moved on uh, from there. My next one kind of went from one extreme to the other. Then I went, I have a, uh, uh, cook shack PG 500. Um, yeah, that's kind of extreme one. Made, made a big jump from one to the other. Uh, and then shortly after I got that, I, uh, that's when I got into comps. Um, so I, I would take the cook shack PG 500 and I had a rip tangle. You guys familiar with rip tangles at all? I have seen some of those. Yeah, they're square, um, square drums pretty much. Yeah. Rectangle shaped, uh, rip, uh, I can't remember his first name. Ripple Myers last name out of St. Louis. I don't know if he makes many more, but man, they were beautiful, beautiful smokers, heavy duty, heavy. You could put a full pan on them. And yeah, basically it was a, a rectangle sized drum is what it is. Cooked just like the drums uh, as a tank. You couldn't, you couldn't kill those things. Um, I bought one of those. I would, uh, when I started, I had a minivan with a landscape trailer that I bought from Lowe's and that minivan would be full as you could get. And I would have to carefully balance a cook shack, which is not light and that rectangle on that, on that trailer to make sure that I wasn't swaying or anything and started with those. And, uh, towards the end of the first year, I found, uh, I got to go cook with, um, Chris Bonemeyer at code three spices at a competition over in, um, 
where in the world was it? Somewhere on the outside of St. Louis at a competition. He had had Hunsakers, and I fell in love with them. So I bought two, two used Hunsakers and uh, started cooking with those. And that's what I've done for comps is just, you know, on those. I have cooked. Uh, I do have a uh, rec. I still got the cook shack that stays at home. I do have a rec tech uh, bullseye. Love that thing. Um, I've done some people's choice stick comps with that. I take that along with me. Uh, I've got, you know, I got the Weber kettle. Um, trying to think what else. I've cooked on a few others. Nothing that I've owned. I've, I've, I've got the experience cooking on an offset uh, with some friends. I, you know, I haven't done the actual cooking, the fire management, but got to see how that's done. And that would be really cool to do, but that would require a whole new trailer and everything else. And that's not going to happen. So I just keep keep with my Hunsakers. They, they're treating me right. They are very good drums. You always talked how good they were. I'm like, they can't be that much better than my my. Yeah. Rig- once they're insane like i still check my temp every 10 minutes just because i'm so used to it but that thing doesn't move well i'm one of those temp nazis i'm constantly staring at that thing that's just that's me i mean i know brian's helped been with me at comps he knows how i am when i get when it's going on i'm back and forth at the timeline back and forth it's all in my head but i'm still staring back and forth um i want to ask a question because uh, i haven't heard brian talk about an, an age pocket brian you Years ago, you you used before I was into this. You were actually doing competitions, and then you yep. got away from it for a while. So, one, how long ago was that? And then, two, what what were you cooking on back then? What you know? What uh, you now it was about sixteen to seventeen years ago. Okay, wow. When did we go down to when did we go down to Nick Davis's first comp? Is that three years ago? Yeah, something like that. Yep. Yeah, so we, that was about 14. So we're about 17 years now. And I was actually using offsets. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. If, if you saw a drum, kind of like Burkhart was like one of the originators coming out working on drums. If you saw a drum, you're like, and no offense to him. So, so please do not get mad at me, Eric. But it was like, Look at this hillbilly. What the hell are they doing? They have no clue what they're cooking on. No, that's that's in hits. What there's a there's a video yep. where Eric tells a story at the American Royal. Some guys walked by and made comments about him and Snail. Yeah. And said something about these hillbillies cooking on these, and they were like, Well, watch these hillbillies win. And, and, guess what? and it's a lot of people were thinking that. It, it was not just me. It was like like what the heck to today years later is like oh my gosh these things are the new era of cookers for barbecue comps more and more teams are using them and it's just it's nuts yeah well no. anybody that knows eric knows he's not the fanciest person in the world he'll give you the shirt right. off his back and help you out any way he can but he's not it, by any fan. Yeah. Uh, I did a competition, uh, Code Three Spices in uh, Smoking on Maine. Uh, the second year was there, and I wish I could cook. I, I, I'm always out of the country for work that weekend, but that's a great comp if anybody wants to go. Those guys do a great job. But I remember I went over to see Eric. He was down from me, and I looked at his smokers, and you couldn't even read the thermometers. There's so much grease and grime on them. And I said, "I'm like, Baba, what are you doing? You got to cook." <laughs> wiped it off and he goes kevin 
dirty wins or something to that effect. And I just died laughing. So yeah, I've gotten a little bit better. I try to keep my drums pretty clean, but I'm not quite as concerned about them as, as, as that. Yeah. Brian, to follow up though. So you offset, I mean, that, that's, that was quite a few years ago. Things have changed dramatically. You and I've had these conversations. Yeah. So you told me when you were cooking, cause I remember you freaked out when you first came, but you wouldn't like, what do you mean stuff can be trimmed? Like you couldn't trim stuff beforehand when you used to cook, right? At comps, you had no. To- there, there was. I mean, rules have definitely changed because there's things where they're like, no, we've got to do a meat inspection first. It's got to be original sealed packaging. I'm like, whatever. And now I'm seeing this. We got to do a meat inspection. I'm like, okay, Kevin, your stuff's in a vacuum sealed bag from home. <laughs> like we're effed we're up a creek no no you do this i'm like oh man stuff is changing and no one like like uh well well smoking ghost is now getting in part of of the kcbs uh the board or whatever you're you're are you international board i'm on the the american royal um international committee yeah so yeah being on that you're seeing like what we had five years ago, they're coming to you like last year, this year with some different ideas, how to change things. I didn't know any of that when I was like, yeah, I'll come help you out at the Royal <laughs> 17, 14 years later. I'm like, man, stuff has really changed. Yeah. You, you were freaking out. You're like, Kevin, what, you can't have this. I'm like, yeah, what are you talking about? Well, my first year, I didn't know any better. I'd show up. I was trimming. Yeah. I, I maybe ribs. I, I don't, I don't trim stuff, you know. I I don't wait till the comp if at all possible. Well, I mean, many people have seen. I, I I travel for work quite a bit. I've I've trimmed in hotel rooms before. So. <laughs> I've seen those photos. <laughs> I can tell you, the hotel room's usually cleaner when I leave than it was when I showed up. I can promise you that. <laughs> Smelling like a body bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying to sneak down the back stairs with bunch of trash bags with trimmings to go to the dumpster people are looking at you pretty funny that's uh that's for sure oh don't cut yourself in a hotel room there aren't any say there aren't any first aid kits anywhere in a freaking hotel so that doesn't, that doesn't go over too well either so um you're carrying a body bag out with a cut finger that's yeah, it's uh yeah i'm i am surprised the the times that i've done it when i because i don't want to leave that stuff in the room i'm not going to do that and i, I and I, i'm dumping this big hit bag of trick people and somebody sees me every time and i cannot believe that nobody has called the police to come find out what in the world is going on <laughs> oh man yeah <coughs> that's funny <coughs> well, yeah, because I can't imagine not having to wait to trim to a contest. That's insane. Yeah, no, it's I I know, I know some well, and like so the made for Casey um, competition, the one that's uh, I call it the airport competition. Yeah, you know, OG Bandits uh, won last year, and uh, Smoke and Magic won uh, the year before. Um, you know, that one this last year, they provided all the meat. So you did have to trim that at the comp. So, you know, that's that's a little bit different. You, you got to get there definitely plenty early, uh, depending on what you're doing. Um, yeah. If they're, if they're providing the meat, you're, 
everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's dealt the same. I heard chicken or whatever. I heard chicken was not the greatest last year. Um, chicken drew a lot of complaints. Um, I, I, uh, they went back and they got different chicken for everybody. Cause I mean, I think I weighed my, my thighs. Cause I weighed my thighs. I think they were three ounces after I trimmed them. I'm like, Oh God, I don't even, I don't even know how to change my timeline to do this. And I, uh, yeah, they were, it was, but everybody had the same stuff. So, you know, it is what it is. Your timeline, just cook it like a chicken wing. Pretty much. I mean, that's, yeah, it was, uh, I got a, what did I get a call? I think I got a call in brisket there out of the four meats. So um, just cook it like Josh Hatch drumettes that he makes for his legs. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So Brian, I'll let you ask another rub or a kind of question or marketing or a business question in general. Well, actually, I'm excited. I just want to hammer the elephant in the room right now. So, Kevin, what happened to you on Friday night? Friday night? Oh, yeah. Friday night. That was last night. Last night. Friday night. Man, I'm old. I can't remember what happened two nights ago. Last night. It was last night. What happened to you last night? Uh, Well... I uh, I had entered uh, my my rubs in the fine barbecue comp. I think it's fine barbecue competitions uh, rub contest. Uh, entered them in and um, hot bum in the beef category. Hot bum finished seventh place out of uh, I think it was sixty six or sixty seven entries. So I was pretty happy with that. That uh, you know there's 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 rubs entered from all over the all over the country in that competition. So seventh place for beef. Uh, and I've used that on, on, on all kinds of beef before. So I was pretty happy with, and that's the second year in a row. Uh, last year, coincidentally, perfect, perfect, uh, finished sixth place in beef. So, uh, yeah, I was pretty happy with that. That was pretty cool. That uh, is congrats. Well, thank you. But, uh, you had to up me, uh, you got how many, how many calls, Mr. Uh, Sofa King? Uh, I got three, but this is about you. <laughs> I will say yeah. I have used hot bum on brisket and everyone loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, but Brian, I, I mean, you know, one of my favorite rubs of yours is that KC twisted Texas, uh, rub and you got two calls, um, Two calls on that. I think it was seventh chicken and second place beef. Uh, yeah, second place in beef, and then your so top secret, which is a American Royal second place rub. Yep. Uh, yep. So Sofa King top secret got ninth in pork. So yeah, um, yeah. We both we both represented Kansas City well with that. Yes, I, that, was a, that was a fun fun deal. So I need to create a seafood rub. <laughs> Yeah, I, I told Brian earlier before we got going, I said I, I entered the seafood categories and I did it. It's they're not neither one's really lens. Seafood is a whole different animal when it comes to, so you need to have different citrusy notes and stuff like that. And I mine isn't, so I'm gonna I'll save my money next year. I don't think I'll enter in the seafood categories. Yeah. But yeah, that was I laughing though, whenever they in BBQA when they tried to say sofa king. 
and the lady just said it fast and it literally sounded like she was cussing and everyone in the room just started laughing. <laughs> That's the best. That was the best. Yeah, and I haven't, I mean, this is the only rub competition I've entered. Um, I think I'm going to turn in this year. I'll turn mine in uh, for the American Royal just to see where we stack up. Um, you know, I know there's tons of great of great ones out there. I mean, JDQ, freaking both of his, uh, DeWitt's, they're awesome. I use them in competitions. So, I mean, he's deservedly so gotten the calls that he has and then Brian's yours, you know, yours has been great. So, but I'll enter that just for the, you know, for the heck of it. I missed, I think I missed the NBBQA uh, entry form by the time it came up. My, I, the form was buried in my desk somewhere and I just forgot about it. So, but yeah, it's part of the fun, part, you know, part of the fun of uh, creating a rub and playing. And, you know, the one thing that with these uh, it, it, it's really like a competition, you know, uh, you create a competition, we get our meat together and we, we, we do all our process and everything that we do, we cook it and go through everything. And then we turn it in and it's up to these judges and everybody's judges palates is different and, 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 and all that, you know, with the, this rub competition, um, I don't know how much rub they're putting on the meat. So, you know, are they, are they just doing a little sprinkle? Are they, are they doing a layer? How long are they letting it soak into the meat? Um, you know, all that comes into play. I, I don't, and unless I missed it, I don't even know what proteins they're using, um, for it. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure it's basic chicken breast and, and pork loin, something like that. And, but it, but it's still, it's, that all comes into play with that, um, in there. So, but, but, but it's interesting, but again, everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's in, you know, so it's go, go by the rules. If, if you don't like the rules, I guess you get out of it. Right. So, yeah, you don't win. Try again next year. I mean, it's like a real, real comp. I mean, yep. you pay to play. Yep, that's true. So, Brian, do you want to address the other element of the room? The announcement that we were talking about making. Do you want sure. Hello, world. Welcome to Addicted. No, I'm kidding. We already did that. Um, Brad and I have kind of talked, and Kevin has talked to both of us. And we all three feel equally combined, 33.3333% repeating, that we would like to bring Kevin in as a third member of Addicted to the Q for our YouTube, our podcast, just so we can keep it running smoothly. We have Kevin with fresh ideas and a whole different black, book of contacts to bring on for all of you watchers yes. or listeners to really enjoy a lot more than what just Brad and I can give you on our measly La Petite budget. I haven't signed my offer letter yet. It's it was a dollar. It was only a dollar. <laughs> that's more than I get for anything else. So that's good. a free hat and a free shirt for this. No, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we talked about that and, uh, I mean, I, I think it, it's great to be that you guys, you know, want me part of this. I, I just love talking barbecue and we've talked about different, different ideas. I know where you guys want to grow this and I've got some ideas to help with that. And, um, I think we're going to have some fun with it and enjoy it. And I, I like to talk, so that's not going to be an issue. 
Um, and it's a good thing you do these on Sunday nights because I won't be drinking while we do them or they could get really entertaining. If you've yeah. ever watched the interview with uh, uh, Greg Hasty's group at the Excelsior Springs, that was uh, quite entertaining. So Chicken, chicken fried with chicken fried gets pretty entertaining too. You yeah, that one's pretty good. So maybe we'll have to do a... a maybe we should start on. randomly once a month, start drinking during this and see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever don't have to get up on Monday morning, we'll see. So... <laughs> um, well, let's, let's shout out to your sponsors too. While well, you got a chance to get that on here, uh, well, um, I've got uh, Legacy Home Group, uh, Yvette Lopez, uh, Remax Realtor. She's uh, been a sponsor of mine since before I was even cooking sanction comps. So uh, she's definitely been a partner of mine. I've done classes for her and all kinds of stuff. Great supporter. Um, yeah, she's located here in the Kansas City region. Um, uh, Matt Gorman with uh, Kansas Farm Bureau uh, has also been a supporter of mine since day one. I've known Matt for, shoot, 20 years, I think, or more. Uh, but he's great. Uh, I have a lot of policies with, with Matt. Um, uh, Sofa King uh, is a sponsor of mine. Uh, appreciate Brian helps out with a lot of stuff and I love love using his products, and we talk about different techniques and everything. Um, Jeff Hawker with American Family Insurance in Excelsior Springs, Missouri, uh, has been a partner of mine for, I think, three years now. Um, great guy. I've known Jeff for, for, for many, many years. Um, Huntsaker Smokers, not, not an official paid sponsor, but uh, Mark and Ryan are bar none, some of the nicest guys in the world. And they have been, helped me since day one uh, that I've started cooking on their products. So I will always help promote their stuff. Uh, Chigger Creek, uh, charcoal and wood products. Nick is uh, Nick's fantastic, a great guy. His wood burn or his uh, charcoal, his lump burns very clean, very hot. Um, great stuff. In fact, I'm going uh, this week to go pick up uh, my my bags for the upcoming year. Um, trying to think. Oh, the Uppercut KC, uh, located in uh, Kansas City, right outside of Liberty. Uh, they raise Akaushi. They raise all their own cattle, Akaushi and Angus. Well, Akaushi is a uh, Wagyu. Um, there's only a handful of ranchers in the United States uh, that have license to raise uh, raise those cattle, and uh, they're great. In fact, I picked up. I posted another brisket the other day. Um, beautiful briskets. Uh, Tyson, in fact, I'm wearing Pig Kahuna, uh, old Tyson head butcher wearing his team shirt right now. So, um, but uh, I know I'm probably, oh, can't, I can't believe I missed these guys. Sunflower Toe in Kansas City, Kansas. Um, they can tow anything. They can tow semi trucks. They can tow cars, boats. They can tow barbecue trailers. So last year, one of my bearings blew out on my trailer on the way to Excelsior Springs. I called up uh, called up Luke. Said I need help. I said I don't know what I'm going to do during rush hour. Of course, on I-35 and in, in Liberty, and uh, uh, Cody shows up and he's. I said, okay, what are we going to do? Because I was told to follow you. Where I'm taking you to the competition. And so freaking pull up, and here's Joe Pierce and Greg Hasty and and. Uh, uh, Doug from Love to Cure staring. They're like, what in the hell? I'm like, well, it's wear and tear in your truck. So just have it towed in. So, <laughs> um, Show to the contest in style. 
Exactly. So those are those are my main sponsors. Everybody who supported me, I, I appreciate everything that they do. And um, you know, none of us can do this hobby without support one way or another. Um, and they're they're definitely. I know all of them personally. I I I do not believe in taking on a sponsorship of something that I don't believe in. Um, just to take a product or take something. Um, that's not how I roll. Oh. I can't forget my newest one. I am part of, uh, man, I feel like a fool. King Louis, um, Meet Apostles. Uh, I, I was chosen. I was sleeping on that one too. I should have reminded yeah, you. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I was chosen uh, for that. And I, and again, like I said, I don't, I don't, I know a lot of people have options to apply for all these things. It doesn't mean I don't use other products, but um, I truly, I want to know the person. I want to use their products. If, if I know I'm going to be able to use them in different avenues, whether it's at home or in comps. And I got to play with some of uh, his stuff, man. And I haven't even tried them all, Bradley, but I, I need to figure out how to create rubs like this guy. Those yeah. rubs are, the flavor is just popping in those things. They so, do. Yeah. So, plus he does a lot of great things with the high school teams and stuff. And I want to try mm -hmm. to get more involved with that. He, is, with him, so. he has been a great, he's been yeah. a great person and supporter of the show and everything since day one. So we can't oh, say yeah. that. Yep. So that's something else I was going to ask you. I'm just trying to think about it now. What was it now? But Brian, you you're going to ask him if he'd sell the square trophy. <laughs> well, um, I probably couldn't afford it if he did. Say that. They're, they're, oh, you were going to ask him if you could roll up his his ratchet straps. That was it. Yeah, I don't roll them up. I just throw them in a milk crate. Yeah, yeah. You, you're not allowed in my camp either. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan knows I'm very particular on those things. <laughs> no, no, I was going to ask. So how many trips to Disney World do you think you could have made if you didn't enter competition barbecue? Oh, geez. <laughs> um, uh, I, actually, as much as what I've heard, so I've been to, so I lived in Southern California at one time and we had season tickets to Disneyland. Yep. Um, it's kind of like belonging to worlds of fun. If you live there, yep. Yeah. It pays for itself after like three trips or something. Um, Disney world, we've been there once. Um, I don't ever need to go back. Not that I didn't have fun, but I don't need to go back. Um, but I've heard it is like, three times what we paid back then. And that was 10 years ago, eight years ago. I don't know. That's uh, I don't know. I could probably go, go, go a good number of times, but uh, it's um, I enjoy this more. <laughs> I went when I was a kid and I did It's just a, uh, yeah. A, Brian can tell you it's a very nice expensive trip, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. When, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff to do, but I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of crowds, and uh, I don't, I don't need to go to Florida or California to ride roller coasters and stuff like that. When I can ride them here if I need to, so I would have to agree. So yeah, yeah I love Florida. So when the wife found out NBBQA last year was right next to Disney, she was like, "Instead of you spending fifteen hundred, let's go spend seven thousand." I take the kids to the world. Yep. So I'm trying to, I think that was all the questions I had for him, Brian. Do you have anything else? Uh, I don't, but you should shout out our sponsors. That's what I was getting ready to do, actually. 
So before we we before we sign off tonight, I'd like to thank our show sponsors, uh, King Louis Meat Apostles, Rum Runners, uh, the Good Charcoal, Springer Mountain Farms, Butcher Barbecue, Hunsaker Smokers, and I'm missing one. I did what you did last time. Inkbird. Inkbird. Thank you. Thank you guys for your continued support and the bum. We look forward to you joining our team. So am I. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. And uh, next Sunday, next Sunday, eight thirty. Next Sunday, eight thirty. Okay. I would tell Brian to remind you, but he forgets too. So, well, I'm reminding him now. I actually have a class next. Yeah, I, I hope I'm back by then. So I, I should be back. So that sounds good. We'll not see not teaching class, taking a class. So but, yeah. his oh. first one is a member, and he's gonna miss it. He's fired. He's fired. <laughs> no, he may not I'll take them all. So oh, it's all good. That's, good. that's why we'd like to have you with us. So if one of us does miss, at least we still have two of us members able to run stuff. Yep. Yeah. No, we'll have a good time, and uh, I think we'll. Uh, <laughs> I like the ideas we have of uh, get ready. I think um, and everything's been great. You guys have done, but there's a lot of barbecue podcasts out there. And I know we're trying to find ways to make us a little bit different yep. than, than what everybody else is doing. So I think you uh, are probably going to get to see some guests that, you know, still have to do with cooking and barbecuing and stuff like that, but probably some people you haven't spoken to before and, get to hear some different, different things. And, uh, you know, I think we're, I think we're having a lot of fun. I think this is going to be really entertaining. So I agree. Yeah. So look forward to some big announcements. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks. Guys. All right. Everybody have a good evening. See you. Good night. Thanks, everybody. Go out and See get some. Later.